Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, 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 Jamie. How's everything going? Oh, very good. Very good. Always exciting in this world of solar in California. <laughs> oh, no. At least it's sunny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, we, we uh, have a lot of sun this week, and a lot of people are very excited about uh, going solar. Yeah, I, I, I saw on the East Coast, man, a lot of rain, a lot of flooding. Oh, man, yeah. climate, climate change is upon us. Uh, you know, it's it's never not rained in the East Coast, but uh, <laughs> just seems California. You know, we go kind of May through September without any rain. It's uh, it's always been like that for some reason. So mm-hmm. pretty nice. Pretty yes, nice. I have lived in a place where it rained basically every three days <laughs> and oh, all year yeah. round. <laughs> what is that? Seattle, <laughs> Portland, or uh, Japan. Almost. Almost like that. It was, uh, it's tough on you mentally, but also solar, I'm sure. It's great for solar because it washes it off. I don't know if it's that great for solar when it's, when it's cloudy every day. The yeah, solar. Great. Yeah. All right. So what do you got for us today? Um, you know, it is funny. We're talking about um, solar for homeowners associations. So we have mm-hmm. about four projects now that we're working on. And it looks like uh, the HOA project for your HOA, uh, when I say HOA, Homeowners Association, mm-hmm. uh, these are management groups that will manage the common areas and take dues and enforce rules for either condo associations or, or single family homes. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it's, um, there's some significant costs in there when people really look at them. Yep. And so, you know, it definitely makes sense for uh, homeowners that belong to an HOA to really investigate how much they indirectly are spending on electricity and then possibly investigating solar. So um, I wanted to ask you, uh, mm. how did it come about at your HOA that they decided to uh, look into solar? Well, we did the calculations and uh, for our common areas, it was looking to be about $20 per resident. <laughs> Sorry, $20 per resident per uh, month. Mm. And that uh, we were paying, we were just, you know, giving to PG&E for our common area electric and so our electricity. So instead of uh, doing that, uh, we had talked about it as a group for, uh, I think, basically, (laughs) I think uh, about two years. And uh, it was... A very long and involved process because we wanted to make sure that we weren't going to make a misstep, that we were definitely um, uh, were working in, in our community's best interests. Yep. And so there are a lot of solar companies out there who 
do not um they, they just don't understand that and so they give they try and give a lot of different information so to make it as confusing as possible so that doesn't do anyone any good when we're trying to make a decision and somebody has a question because one of the bidders put you know some weird little detail in in their proposal or uh, it, it was an involved process uh, i got to say it was uh it was um, and we're all volunteers so <laughs> Well, I, I will say on the solar side, from the solar point of view, uh, most solar companies despise working with homeowners associations. And, um, you know, just kind of what you said is that it can take forever. You know, and when I say for three, four, five years of back and forth uh, to get a project going or get it approved is, um, is step one, really. Mm. <laughs> so step two is uh, actually getting paid from the HOAs. They are notoriously very, very slow in uh, payment. Nice. So, um, but good news is yours is starting next week. So that's very exciting. Uh, we'll um, see what it does. Um, I, I, because we have, uh, I, I look at it from our, from our point of view, and that is we have so many stakeholders that no one, everyone has an opinion and everyone's mm -hmm. opinion is either more solar or less solar, everyone's had, uh, you know, we had a, a couple town meetings about it. and Town meetings. Yeah. Uh, and it, it seems like a lot of people have been burned. And so they're extremely distrustful. And um, I know when we changed all of our street lights to LED lights, um, I remember when we were talking about it, I was saying, you know, they're saying we're going to have this big drop in our electric bill because we're going to be using a lot less electricity for these LED lights. But my point I th from you was the lights are only on during the, the most, the, the least expensive PG&E hours already. So we're not going to see a whole big drastic cut in any of this. The only thing we're going to do is we're going to see the, that the, I guess the, the benefits of that the LED street lights is come time to replace these things hopefully the replacement time is much longer than uh, what we've been used to to our old lights. Um, but that was, that was an experience. And I mean, I don't know how many thousands of dollars we spent on that, on, on redoing all our lights just to try and save money long-term. Right. But uh, in reality, 0.0, .0 in terms of reduced electric costs for the LED lights. Well, and then uh, did you see what PG&E did to your electricity bill with that? Uh, no, not I did not. Right, <laughs> we well, have. I they think changed that, the rate code, so it is now it's almost the same rate as the daytime rate for LED lighting. So oh. you may have, your usage may have gone down, but your rate went up. So it comes back to I mean I guess we're going to make money on not replacing the lights for a long, long time. I'm Hopefully. hoping, but yeah. they they have little fans in them I guess to keep them cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, that's why. what you're kind of saying is that your experience with other vendors really <laughs> led you into, oh my God, the, the, the talking about solar, that's just, uh, why in the world would we ever want to undertake that when there's so much negativity out there about solar, but so much positivity about solar. And we kind of talked about that in our last podcast yeah. with our, my solar industry doing a fantastic job of creating a lot of distrust and, yeah. Once that solar panel system is put in, 
how long do you think it's going to take for the first comments, uh, negative comments to the HOA uh, well, are going to take? I mean, anything we do, it starts off with negative and then <clears throat> we kind of respond and then uh, generally people get on board. I mean, it, it's okay. I, I, I'm, I'm totally, I know that um, this is a, the system that we went with, um, it's going to be a drop in the bucket to what we need. But, sure. you know, um, it's better than giving that money to pg and is my, that's my whole thing is that uh, the money that we're giving to paying for electricity, we're just looking at that. Okay, <laughs> that just goes away. Yeah, uh, it's the cost of breathing, basically. Uh, and, you know, that's, ah, that. <laughs> I'd rather not pay play, play pg and is and and the, you know on our board most people most of our board members there they understand that they just everyone it seems has been not everyone but a lot of people have been burned and so they they look at the solar industry it's just one big flim flam and oh. uh, and yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a tough hurdle to overcome because you want you know you want to do good people, no one likes just throwing money at pg and e but if the, the horror stories that you've you, we've gone over in this podcast and the ones that I've heard from other people uh, with damaging roofs and uh, equipment just stopping and then the, the uh, installers disappearing or not being responsive or saying, OK, well, now it's going to cost another whatever. But, you know, and that combined with the power purchase agreements and, you know, leasing solar the, oh, <laughs> that has not done uh, I think uh, that has been um, really, really damaging to, uh, you know, solar in, I know in California, because yeah. it, it's so sad because those people, who, they want to do good. We all want to do good, but we get taken advantage of people by people who don't really care if they're doing good or not. They're just more interested in that short-term sale and then yeah. moving on. And... <sighs> That, that is sucks. true. Yeah. Um, I do want to relay a different uh, experience <laughs> that we're having with uh, another HOA in Walnut Creek, California, where mm. uh, they have a pretty good size electricity bill. But what their biggest cost is, is in pool heating. Mm. And so they spend about $3,000 a month to heat their pool from May to uh, the end of September. So about five months. And uh, so we are recommending that they replace their, or not replace, but we supplement their gas heater with an electric heat pump or a pool mm -hmm. heater. Uh, then we add solar panels, and then we add more solar panels to get rid of their common area maintenance. And I attended uh, one of the HOA meetings that was open to the residents. It was pretty eye-opening, for sure, <laughs> that people uh, really have a negative um, you know, viewpoint of solar. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, at, at some point, the, uh, the I guess the president uh, really had to stop one woman from almost wanting to leap over the table at me because she she desperately wanted solar for her condo, but was told by many, many uh, solar companies that she couldn't get it. And that's not true. But her $20 a month PG&E bill really wasn't going to justify oh. adding panels. So, um, you know, it's kind of those kind of things, too. So. Uh, but we're moving forward. It looks great. Um, you know, the, the first question we ask now for an HOA is, has the board decided to, is there a resolution that they want to go solar? Because we spend a lot of time 
uh, with proposals and everything. We don't get paid anything mm-hmm. until the project really is approved and is on the roof. And so it's a pretty big time investment on our side. Yep. During the time when we can do one HOA project, we can probably do 200 uh, residential projects. So most solar companies are really not interested in working with an HOA um, kind of for the reasons that you said is that there can be six people on the board and five of them are totally in favor of solar. And then there's one who had a terrible experience and says no way and makes it impossible for the other five. So um, it's a, it was an interesting experience, uh, but yeah, HOAs, if, if I was in an HOA and Hey, I am in an HOA now mm-hmm. uh, and the HOA of our uh, areas are about $800 a month. So definitely good idea to go solar. It's just where in the heck could we put the panels? So we have some ideas, uh, even if we did a, a shade structure for it, it could, mm-hmm. could work out. Uh, but anyway, so it's, um, it's definitely a growing um, market. And so we're going to work on trying to get it more efficient. So how it goes. if I'm in an HOA, what's my first step? So to going solar, like I'm like, okay, I look out and I see that fountain and I know it doesn't run oh, on fairy, fairy juice. <laughs> so, and I know it runs during the day, which after oh, yeah. listening to you, that's when PG&E goes, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. 50 cents a kilowatt hour. And so yeah. uh, the, that's their one-armed bandit for PG&E. <laughs> so uh, what's the first step? If I'm in an HOA, what's the first step? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little cold this week. Um, the first thing, if you're a resident, is to ask the board, if you know it, you can email the board or the management company has our HOA considered going solar. And depending on the answer, you say, well, uh, we should definitely look into it if our, our electricity bill is greater than $100 a month. Uh, the second thing is we need a place to put the solar panels. So kind of where the, the PG&E and the fountains, fairy dust, we can't just put them on a turtle's back. And, you know, I mean, we need somewhere... <laughs> where we can place these panels either on the roof or a parking structure um, or on the ground. It just has to have no, sh- it can't be shaded as well. So right. uh, we've talked with a couple of HOAs that say, no way, no how are they going to touch their trees, but the roof where they want to put this, the panels is hundred percent shaded and there's nothing we can do. And we let them know it's a huge fire issue. It's going to affect their insurance and it's a, it's a rodent super highway, but uh, they love the trees. I love trees too, just not over building structures. So okay. um, anyway, so yeah, those, those two things, uh, you know, have we looked into going solar? If not, why not? And then is there a place where solar panels can be placed that everyone can agree on? <laughs> and so if we can get those two, then it's pretty simple, straightforward from there. And then we kind of approach it and talk about it. And then we move forward. We, uh, we do work with a company that will finance uh, the system and almost no fees. So it's a 10 year loan. So after 10 years, they could be owning the entire system and they can potentially, depending on the HOA's accountant, if the people are owners of the, of the property, so condo owners or homeowners, they would be eligible for the 30% tax credit, a share of that tax credit. So mm-hmm. cool. the nice, nice benefit. But the person on the board who is our point of contact is going to be putting in a ton of hours because they they are going to be the main, you know, uh, sounding board for everyone's questions, concerns. And, uh, you know, it's it, as you said, it's it's a lot of people who have been burned uh, who have heard horror stories and so forth and so on. But in the end, 
it will make a lot of financial sense. And, you know, with PG&E going up and up, uh, the pain points of, you know, that $800 bill that for my HOA could turn into $1,500, $1,600 in, you know, within the next three years. So, yep. I would add one more thing to that. All right. And I'm not sure if this is a service you do. Um, What allowed us as a board to narrow down the bids was we had an RFP. So it's a request for bid. And that was put together. uh, And what that allowed us to do was specify exactly what panels, exactly how many, and exactly what inverters and the, I guess, microinverters that we were asking each company for. Because if we didn't do that, then we had the, the gap uh, separating all of the bids was so massive that we just went, Whoa, we, we, how could this be? <laughs> this is a, a $20,000 difference and it's on this one roof. <laughs> so uh, that, that RFP was, allowed us to say, yes, yes, yes. Okay, you're following the rules. You are. Nope, you're not following the rules. Disqualified, disqualified. So we were able to really narrow down the companies that actually wanted to do business with us. And it'll, I, I'm pretty sure it allowed the companies you know, to bid uh, without going, you know, having to work too hard to present that bid to us. Um, they had you know, deadlines to do that. It was, it, and that. When we had that, then we were able to make a decision uh, within a month of having that. That was great. The, the management company went through and uh, solicited bids from, it seemed like every solar company in Northern California. So, yep. yes, that was and We were exciting. very excited that we got, we got picked for it. So that's mm. very good. Mm. I didn't. So, know. yeah. Sorry to, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was, sorry to put you through this nightmare again, but I thought it would I, be. I had the whole, uh, yeah, that was three years of my life. Uh, <laughs> great. For anyway. stage one. Yeah, and you probably need another 10 stages. Uh, so that RFP, um, if, if an HOA wants an RFP developed for them, uh, what, how can they get that? How can they get that put together? Huh, that, that's a great question because most of the time, uh, like if we were to put together an RFP for the client, most of the time we're not allowed to bid on it. And so we would much rather win the project than you know, uh, win an RFP. So or create an RFP. Why so, is that? That sounds really weird. Cause you're not, I mean, you're saying here's, you know, you're, you're saying to all the other companies here are the, every, we've done all the work for you. What's your price for this, this, and this? No. In the world of contracting, it's a, uh, it's a conflict of interest because say I had, I was the only one to have access to the special, um, you know, inverter or the special solar ah. panel. I could say only companies with this solar panel can bid on the project. And, oh, got it. Okay. And so, um, yeah, that's, that is the main reason. And so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, we're happy to put them together. We have a great template. And so uh, if it's not in our territory, we're happy to help with that. And okay. people can email me directly, uh, just, go, you know, Facebook or podcast at solarharmonics.com. Mm-hmm. And I can get together with them about writing a uh, an RFP for their project, uh, ground mount, roof mount, or parking structure. We have all the all the tools for that, mm-hmm. and we can determine the correct system size and so forth. So it's not just the equipment, but it's also the quality of the installation that we can quantify as well. Right, and the pool pump. 
if they need that. Oh yeah. Well, m most solar companies don't do the uh, the electric pool heater, but it's definitely necessary for anyone that has a pool. Or a fountain is another big one. Or three fountains. Or three fountains where the pump burns out and then <laughs> a PG&E power surge burns out the uh, the pool pump. Oh. Uh. Yes. I think the next podcast we're going to have to do is there's never a dull day in HOA oh. land. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a whole different podcast topic. <laughs> so it's a HOA podcast. Tune in today. Uh. Maybe a new one you can launch. <laughs> oh, podcast man. Woes with Adam Durant. Yep. How do you sleep? This will put <laughs> you to sleep. It does. Uh. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Uh, okay. To wrap it up. So uh, step one is to ask uh, if you're in an HOA, hey, ask the, the board or the management company, have we considered solar? Are we spending more than $100 a month on solar for our common areas? If we haven't, then let's start doing that. Mm -hmm. then, uh, what, then at the same email, where could we put these panels? How about a parking structure? Because it's super hot everywhere. <coughs> and then, uh, then what, Cover step the three is... Uh, start putting together some kind of um, guidelines that are used for uh, soliciting bids from companies. You can't just ask uh, one company. I mean, you can ask all of the companies to come out and do a site inspection or whatever, but that and they be, will. And they do. Uh, and that, they get ready for the avalanche of phone calls, text messages, emails. Yeah. yeah so Forever instead of doing that, uh, <laughs> then uh, maybe stick with one or uh, find one that you trust. Uh, and do the research that we talked about in previous episodes, go with diamond certified, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And yep. then, uh, then, then move forward because I think you always say, what, what do you always say? No one ever said, I regret, <laughs> what is it? I, I didn't regret this earlier or I, what? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, yeah, uh, but on good. the HOA side, it's, uh, no one ever got fired for staying with BGE. So, uh, <laughs> No one's, no one's going to rock the boat if you stay with PG&E. But uh, if you put together a solar proposal and solar project and you put it in and it's only performing half the amount that it should. Uh -huh. Yes, yeah. that's bad too. Yeah, or, or all kinds of things, but that's okay. We, that's what our warranty is for and everything. But Yeah, okay. I guess we're going to wrap it up. You got yep. anything else? No, that's all great. Right. Very okay. fun topic. Yep, very fun. Thank you. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to message us through our Facebook page, Straight, Straight Talk Solar. And uh, Straight Talk Solar or Straight Talk SolarCast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, drop us a private message or a comment on a post, and we'll be happy to um, answer all of your questions uh, on a future Make podcast. Make sure to review us on uh, iTunes as well. That really helps us. That would be awesome. Uh, I, I think, think we're so. in the top five now of solar podcasts. I I think so too. Uh, I think your competitors just don't like you. So they, <laughs> Hey, stop saying our secrets. That's so. true. It is. I think we should rename. I, I have a better name for this podcast, but it's probably not appropriate. So, <laughs> so it's not better. All right. Well, it would definitely get a lot more, a lot more uh, people looking at it for sure. Okay. So if you have a great new name for our podcast, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Maybe we'll do a poll on Facebook. All right. Okay. Uh, that's all for now. Uh, see you soon. All right. Have a great week. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. 
Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.